Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master Dave, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Well, back from a little sort of unplanned unplanned break. (laughs) Uh, Had a lot of stuff to do in the past couple weeks. And uh, (laughs) crappy enough, um, I think it was last week's file, when I had uploaded it, I guess it didn't fully upload, so the day it was supposed to drop, it never dropped. Oh, really? So then I had to go in and re-upload it later in the day. So yeah, a lot of lot of fun there too. Nice. On average, how long does it take to upload a file? Oh, it's it's pretty quick. A few hours. No, no. No, nothing like that. No, it's very quick. The file, I mean, a, an audio file in and of itself is pretty small. And so it, it doesn't take very long to get it uploaded, thankfully. Well, that's good. That would have sucked if it been, we had done like a longer video, like our uh, solo, and you realize last minute they had to render it all still. Yeah. 24 hours of work later. Yeah, yeah. No, it, uh, it's it's pretty, pretty simple. And that's not a plug for Podbean. So they're not paying <laughs> us at all. <laughs> no. In fact, it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, folks, so we're back on the trail of the, of the Mandalorian. So season three, episode two, chapter 18, the Minds of Mandalore. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It seems like you're getting dangerously close to skipping the How's Your Week Been section that everyone loves so much. I mean, we'll get to it. You know, you just got to let it flow naturally. <laughs> you just got to get in there when it gets in Yes, there. it always flows naturally. <laughs> All right, how's your week? Been? Almost, almost too naturally, and then a half hour later, we still haven't talked about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how's your week been? Terrible. I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no good. As you, uh, as one person can see, I have a very bright new background, so we mm, have so started the obnoxiously bright. I love LEDs. They're awesome. Mm. I really need a dimmer switch. <laughs> But uh, no, we're in the process of moving, so that's why we had to skip out last week. Fun, fun there. It's my least favorite thing, like, ever. I I think I'd rather have my arm cut off than move again. I don't think anybody enjoys moving. And for the people that do... Unless you're psychotic. You're you're psychotic. You're you're sick. You're you're a sick individual if you just enjoy moving. (laughs) Like, the only good thing of moving is it forces you to get rid of your crap. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Because the thought of moving all your crap is way worse than just paring down slowly right before you do it. Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. But yeah, we were over there last weekend throwing some stuff away and sorting through stuff and doing all that sort of jazz. So, yeah, it's it, that just so much fun. Yeah, tons. It's a good thing alcohol was involved, or I think we all would have just gone insane. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yep, dumpster's gone, so moving on to the next stage. The next dumpster? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Definitely not yet. Uh, yeah, no, week here hasn't been uh, too much more interesting. Just uh, normal normal stuff, work and, and all that sort of junk. Uh, we do have a planned trip at the end of the month though, uh, doing a little, um, Kentucky bourbon trail thing. So that should be fun. 
Yeah, looking forward to that. Got a few things going on this month. I've got a camping trip this Saturday, and then mm-hmm. we've got our uh, our fence escapade next weekend, I guess. I'll have to, <laughs> no, I'll have to talk to you about that. So it's actually going to be a little later. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, just materials. Uh, oh, did you order all your wood online? Uh, so I ordered it, yeah. I mean, because like none of the stores typically carry, either carry it or carry enough. Um, yeah, it was like one of those deals where the, the internet told me it'll be here this week. And then I went to check it. It's like, it'll be here in two more weeks. <laughs> so, so technically because of our trip, that will probably be postponed until the first week of June. Oh, okay. More than, more than likely just given times and dates and, you know, stuff we're doing and whatever, if it comes early, sweet, but you know, it's set to come the week that we're going, uh, going out to uh, Kentucky. So. Gotcha. Okay. You know, I have to imagine that most, uh, programs used for estimating shipment times at this point have not been updated to accommodate for the lack of drivers. So it's like, all right, here's the estimate. And then we throw that back to a real person that looks at the amount of drivers like, no, this isn't even close. Well, I mean, that's a big problem though. I mean, the, the, the lack of drivers for things. And then like, you know, Amazon tells you two days shipping and it sure as heck doesn't feel like that anymore. And there's, I've had so much trouble with just the post office around here, like not delivering mail or, you know, we only get certain things, you know, there's no second delivery. I had one, yeah. I had one thing delivered to the house that was, uh, required a signature was like, yeah, stop doing that. Who cares? Um, but I used to, I remember when that used to be like every other package. I'm yeah. so glad that's now like if you spend more than $500, they might require it, but they yep. might give you the option. Well, well, the, th- the thing is, is with if you ship at UPS, you can just go on their site and say, eh, leave it. I've yeah. done that a few times, but post office doesn't offer that. And, uh, you know, they, they never did a second delivery on the package. They just didn't do anything. So I, I fortunately, I was able to go down there and pick it up. It's not too far away from me, but it's just kind of like, you said you were going to re-deliver it. You never did. I shouldn't have had to have come down here, you know. So anyway, that's the the post office. It just all depends on where you're at. Some are more efficient than others. One down here sucks. It's it's just terrible. Yeah, I'm sure the volume's pretty crazy for the amount of drivers you have. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure it is. Uh, there's still a ton of people that are that are really, you know, pounding the online pretty hard. You know, not everybody's yeah. sort of back in into the old norm or whatever. And the old norm won't work for everything, uh, anymore either. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting logistics of packages. Yeah. I think if there's anything that our country could put a lot more effort into is, uh, pushing delivery jobs, truck driver jobs and whatnot right now. It's a tough job. It's a, it's a, it's a very tough job. No matter how you slice it, the people who do it, uh, it's definitely not, not easy. Uh, trucking has never been easy, yeah. but, uh, I but, think it takes a very specific psychology of a person mm, to do that. And that's something that you should like start testing for early to see God. signs of the right person <laughs> to be. I mean, if you're an introvert and you really don't want to start a family and everything, it's an amazing career. If you <laughs> just I don't hate to be mean, but like, if you don't have a lot going on and you tell oh God, now you, you've just turned every, I was pumping them up and you just slap them down. I was about to well, say, no. it's like, hey, so I was, I was 
a shut-in for a long time, I probably would have been a great truck driver. I'm not <laughs> downing. I'm just saying certain people were too yeah, yeah, yeah. into setting routes. I mean, you and I couldn't do that, obviously. No, I, I was I was just about to say start testing. I was like, you're going to be a truck driver, but I don't want to. Just stop going to school. I want to go to college. No. <laughs> go get your CDL. Don't even worry about going to that Ivy League school. Yeah. But I want to be a doctor. It won't work out. Just save us all the time and the money. <laughs> God, you never know. That might be a thing in the future. So yeah. be careful what you wish for. You never, you never know. Um, so yeah, good. Sounds like good, good times. Good, good weeks. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess let's, let's jump into another little, little itty bitty bit of news. Um, uh, Jedi survivor, fallen Jedi, fallen survivor, fallen Jedi survivor. Fallen order of the order. survivors of the Jedi order. Yeah. So that came out here recently. Um, you know, all the the big streamers get their advanced copy, right? And they beat the game in like 18 hours <laughs> in one day. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I played the majority of the, the first game. I didn't... Uh, really finish it i think fallen order was was a heck of a game you know for the, for the time i think it was it was really good i think it had a compelling storyline and uh pretty i don't know if unique gameplay is the word for it but it's definitely so, a dark souls-esque style game with a little yeah. bit of metroid backtracking but it was it was difficult very difficult but fun game yeah so now we got jedi survivor I don't know much about the storyline, so I'm not gonna like go into that unless you want to. You know more about the the storyline, but you know, reviews have not been crazy complimentary, and the gameplay that I've seen doesn't look to be any uh really any different than the first game copy paste yeah like i don't see anything that's like you know pushing the envelope i guess past Mm -hmm. fallen order do i have that right yeah i mean i i think that fallen order in general had a pretty good gameplay flow so i don't know if it really needed to change a lot i think it needed to refine a few things maybe targeting and whatnot but i think it was a good i mean it had a good skeleton to it it just needed you know, fleshed out in some ways a little more, maybe the crafting system, whatnot, messing with the lightsabers, maybe, you know, implementing a blaster at some point, who knows, but I think it was a pretty good game to begin with. I didn't expect a lot of changes, but it's definitely not getting the best reviews right now. Just like looking at Metacritic, it's like five out of 10 user scores. The meta score is awesome. It's like 86. Seems like all uh, critic reviews are really high yeah 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 i i I don't know i don't know if it's i don't know if the level of excitement for me was particularly as high as like as fallen order i think that that was a little bit more hype time i suppose um but I hope people enjoy it for what it is. It just seems like a little bit more of the same, and I don't know enough about the story to really talk about it. I assume we'll probably talk about it later. And there is yeah. a book. 
there is an an, accomp- uh, an accompanying book, which is uh, that out already? Yeah, it's been out. Is I that, think it was like a, a maybe a bit like of a prequel a, to the game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so we'll okay. we'll may, maybe of, of what a five year gap between the two, I believe. So it's probably just the bridge for that. Uh, yes, five years. Five years. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely on my radar. That'll be my uh, birthday gift request for my wife. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe early. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, you want to get a yeah. sweet poncho? Oh yeah, you know it. <laughs> no, I just want the droid, man. That's like one of the coolest droids ever. Apparently, you can customize your beard and hair now. Oh, so it's good. <laughs> yeah, character creation. So man. it's gonna be like Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I just go into a a salon. It's like I like a little pompadour. And I would like to somehow extend my beard magically by two feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Just just a you know, double-bladed light, lightsaber made out of a bunch of stuff. You know, you can go bald, big old Viking uh, Viking beard, and a poncho. You, you, you can, can basically just play God of War. Po- can just, I do the, the lightsaber axes that used to be a meme all over God, the place? That'd be something. <laughs> Just saying, you I know, think it just would be make funny it God of War. It'd be great. Yeah. Could you call your little droid boy? I would hope so. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I think it'd be really funny and cheeky if they, like, in the customization for the hair, they did colors and it was just like five options that were all ginger. Oh, God. <laughs> just to be rude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really see much of the. That sort of stuff. I, I only watched a bit of gameplay off of one stream, so... Dual wielding, though. We do get that. That's a new thing. That yep. was pretty cool. Yeah, dual wielding, uh, single wield, and then obviously the the double-bladed double, double bladed lightsaber. Yep. Uh, but regardless, so that's the game. Um, we'll see. I'm not quite sure if that's a buy for me, though. Games are so expensive now. It is a... Well, the Hard other thing every time the other thing too is apparently just first time it's like a 120 gigabyte file that you have to download it's a huge file My goodness it's like one wow. of the bigger files apparently at least that's what i heard to even get the game started up that's insane although that is kind of that's uh, kind of par for the course i mean red dead's pushing 100 god there's of a War. lot well not god uh valhalla is big Yep. Like, I guess the best example I'd give, which is funny because it's five games, but like the Halo Master Chief Collection, which is one through four, and then a couple of little spinoffs is like 110. But yeah, they're just so freaking big now. It's well, that's annoying. the thing. It's like the, the disc hasn't really, it, it really hasn't um, improved much, and those things can only hold so much. Like, you know, we, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, well, back in my day, everything came on the game. It's like, yeah, but those games were also much different than the games of today. Yeah. They they required yeah, you still that. still had memory stored on a card. It's not like it was 100% yeah. on the game. So. Well, right. You know, but, but, it was different times. But the game was all on the disc. But now, I mean, sure. like, it surpassed the disc. Like, we need another medium the, the to disc start is trekking essentially, the, the disc is essentially just a 
uh, access key to an, say yeah. that you own it. It's an That's access really key. really an ID key. A lot, like a, lot like a PC game, like yeah. the old PC but, games, you know? I mean, well, well, new PC games too, but like back in the day, I mean, hell, all that, you had a downloaded file on your computer. That that disc you had to put in, but it was just it was just to access the game to make sure that you actually own the game. So yeah, yeah it's, it's just turning into the the old computer model. It's been around for a long time. That that issue, at least. I guess I never really understood why we didn't switch to a USB drive format, like a thumb drive or something. Because <sighs> yeah. realistically, what are those holding now? Like the small it, ones. It, yeah, I mean, you some of the nicer ones you can still get in like the hundred gig range. I'm sure. So maybe I'm not quite so sure about that. I mean, it could be. I know. I know that there's some pretty high gig ones for sure, but uh, but then they're just going to say, well, then why, why the hell would we do that? Yeah. You know, we already have internal storage on the, on the unit. So why would we want to do that? Cause then you can, but ultimately what that boils down to is, well, we don't want you giving it to someone else. For free. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, you can only encrypt that so much. Yeah, for sure. Medium like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe one day they'll, you know, the game developers might come up with a different way to feed us games, but Ultimately, I think that at least the 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 relatively I would say short term by now is probably going to be all digital download. I mean, hell, they they might Which sell I you hate. well, they might Absolutely sell you the hate. box for twenty bucks for your collection or whatever. But you know, it, it's 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 just kind of like it just you, you just got to digitally download it, man. It's, it's, well, like even there's no your, collecting uh, anymore. Even your big bundles, like your two hundred dollar special editions that come with like figure models and everything it gives you a code yeah there's no t- i mean my console is i had no option there is no disk drive whatsoever yeah and digital is convenient in some ways but i don't travel a lot so worrying about taking my discs around doesn't matter yeah and we're both kind of the same with this i like having a physical collection to display and on top of that like if Xbox decides to just change their format completely, like, do I lose all my stuff? Do I still technically own it? Uh, that's I tough. Mean, if they go, if they go to some different model, I don't. I just don't feel secure with that. But you could say the same thing about disc collection because now it's not like backwards compatibility is a thing anymore because there aren't disc drives. Yeah, and yeah. they yeah. can control pricing a lot more. Prices sure. stay really high with digital. Yeah, but really here, here's the thing, though, and this has been brought up. So, what what's the cost of a new game? So, if I were to go get this like game, seventy two, seventy three with tax, something like that. Uh, let's, Your let's, console would be sixty, I believe, uh, if they're still coming out with PS four versions. Yeah, I, I'm 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 looking it up right now. What is? Oh my God! Just get. Uh, wait, oh, for uh, you! They son. don't like giving you the price right away. You son of a <laughs> you just uh, okay. So Xbox has it at seventy. What? Is, what's Steam? Steam's probably the same, right? Old Steamy McSteamies. Yeah. So seventy dollars for the standard, ninety dollars for the deluxe, and then there's a parent. I guess the deluxe must be the DLC, because then there's like 
deluxe. Yeah, or you could just buy the twenty dollars deluxe upgrade. So it's, uh, it's oh, they have day one DLC. Uh, the deluxe. So whatever's coming in the deluxe, apparently you can just buy that individually. I don't know what that mean. Like what it what it is. Like I don't care. But so seventy or seventy or ninety dollars, right? Now, thinking about that a little bit, the the way games are going and how big these things are, and how expansive they can be, like I I don't know what would be, who would be a huge expansive game that we've had recently that's kind of like open world is it, uh well Souls yeah. what's the new Souls game uh, yeah Elden Ring is like Elden a- Ring hundred plus hour experience yeah so elden ring's huge i've watched so much gameplay on it it's it is it is a monster it's a monster of a game. sashimi or sashima would be another yeah. good example on the yeah. playstation front i i personally think with with the experience and the the um the tech that's being put into these and all the hours i actually think that the games are coming in a little on the light side price wise like i think I think personally, these things, given given how much more they're putting into them, how much more they're trying to push the envelope on these AAA games, I think that there are games like Elden Ring that probably could have been like a hundred dollars base price. I can I can get behind that, and I would have probably said that that was still a good value. I guess where it kills me spending seventy bucks is like when they're extremely buggy messes but you could also make the argument that they need to push for a higher price because of that what what was the uh what was the the uh the game the the one really crazy buggy mess of a game um uh, cyberpunk probably the one you're thinking of so cyberpunk was was a disaster that was a yes. game that a 10 you know, year long in the making yep, disaster delayed 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 everybody was so excited about it. and then they got it and it's like there were so many bugs and issues with it that you know, and, and that's, that's part of the, I don't want to like talk too in depth about the gaming industry because I don't know that much in depth about it, but like, it's not like, you know, if you haven't been a gamer or whatever, okay. But like, if you have, cause we, we, we did game for a while, you game still, I don't as much anymore. You, you kind of understand the industry a little bit, but like one, the, I would rather a studio say, Hey, look, it's actually going to take us five years to come out with this stuff. We're sorry. We know you're hyped about it, but look, it's going to take time because we want our guys to test every line of code here. We want this thing to be day one masterpiece. And that's why we don't have a new Skyrim. Skyrim yeah. came or, or GTA so, or uh, Elder new. Scrolls. Yeah. So like Skyrim came out in 2011, right? I'm pretty sure it was 2011 we have gotten so many remixes, remasters, beautifications, mods, all that stuff going, going on 12 years later now. And yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's like 12 remakes, but, point. but I'll tell you what, I would rather have that than, you know, in wait on the best elder scrolls that they can possibly put out. That's more expansive and cooler than Skyrim. Yeah. Then have that drop and just literally hate it. Yeah, and I, I think that another good example of that that's more modern would probably be like Red Dead Redemption 2. Ridiculous amount of time put into that game. Rockstar Studios just put their heart and soul into every bit of it. And the game is pretty much bugless and flawless in every way. It's beautiful. 
it's fun, addicting. You can go back five years later and it feels like a brand new game. Yeah. And you can just tell the craftsmanship. And I would still, like, that would be almost a game where it'd be like, okay, I play it once a year. I have to pay 15 bucks every do it. I'd do it. I would still pay to play it again because I think they deserve it. The thing where it gets rough with that is, and I had looked into getting into gaming, uh, game development, you know, going through my coding boot camp and everything. Yeah. It's an extremely toxic and God awful work environment. I mean, you cannot have a family and be a game developer. It is a 90, hundred hour a week kind of job and they own you. Yeah. And it, I, I, in some ways I'm getting really disillusioned to gaming because I hate encouraging that kind of environment. And I, I wish it could change. Like I said, if it, if it was a hundred bucks a game and the game came out a little bit better and I knew that they actually got to go home after 60 hours of working and opposed to 90, I'd probably do that. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's cutthroat. It really is. Yeah. No doubt about it. And there's been so many horror stories with like uh, Blizzard being one of them. Just the yeah, horror stories. Activision. Activision. Yeah. A lot of horror stories out there. It's unfortunate, but that is the industry. So anyway, yeah. just, just for the sake of moving on here, we'll talk probably a little bit more about Survivor there uh, later as we get down the line. Yeah. We'll see if one of us actually picks it up. Uh, but you know, probably talk a little bit more about the story. I, I feel like now it's it's really it's getting into the hands of people, and maybe give people a little bit of a chance to play through and see what it's about. So, yeah, I just want to give it a few weeks for the the early bugs before I even consider getting yeah, those to be yeah. ironed out. So yeah, that's yeah. my that's my new habit. I don't buy anything for the first month it's out. So that's fair. I will be patient. Yep, very fair. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into uh, into Mandalorian. So we're way behind on this. Season's already over. <laughs> yeah. Somehow it's not been spoiled for me. Yeah. <laughs> Though well, I'm not on social media anymore. I've been off Facebook for like two months. That's, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. But uh, I have watched everything, so I'm, I'm a little bit ahead of the game there. Um, but that's all right. We're just swapping back from how it was with Andor. Exactly. <laughs> that's very true. So again, uh Season three, episode two, chapter 18, the minds of Mandalore. Um, and we start off our show back on uh, Tatooine. Yeah. During the boon to Eve classic. Yeah. During the boon to Eve classic, because we just got to star Wars it up, man. We just got to yeah. get it in there. <laughs> and then we got to see lie. the mechanic again. <laughs> yes. Everyone's favorite character, except for us. I won't lie, though. I was kind of bummed that we didn't get to see a little bit more of Boon to Eve week. I know it's cheesy, but it, it's a cool little event. So yeah. maybe get a little pod racing in with uh, Mando. Oh, God. Yeah, that, I would, mean, that, that would infuriate that could be an opportunity. people. I guarantee it. <laughs> oh, the only way you can get this chip, this guy has it, but he won't give it to you unless you win this pod <laughs> And then you just... You see he him sets on the everyone on racer. fire. He's like, to hell with oh, this. God. I'm just going to kill you all. Yeah, he just goes rogue. It's like, now this is pod racing. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> all right. So we're going for some repairs. The mechanic is working with Jawas to get, you know, 
Run Super scams, shady, by the way. basically. Super shady. Oh, she's a scam artist. And then, uh, you know, Mando is, uh, he's needing a droid. Not we, just any droid. Yeah, good old An R5. Old droid. R5, man. The, the original droid from, mm-hmm. you know, A New Hope. That guy who yeah. blew his blew his top off. Yeah. And this one about does it too. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, there's fan theories, and so I don't think any of that's confirmed, but, I mean, like, basically, you know, like, actually they can. They're trying to say this is a repaired version of that. No, 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 no. What the, what, the original, you know, so in A New Hope, R5 purposely sabotaged himself because he understood that, that R2-D2 needed to, like, not be with the oh. Jawas. He needed to escape. Gotcha. So, so there's that. But yes, this, that one. <laughs> this is the R5 unit. They're saying this is R5. Oh, it's confirmed. Correct. From That's awesome. A New Hope. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is kind of cool. And we get to see R5 in action, you know, as we go along uh, much later. But R5 is clearly very shaky about this. And uh, quick, quick transitions, though. You know, we fix the ship and get to see the Boonta Z fireworks show as we, uh, you know, get out of, get out of Tatooine. So very, very quick hit stuff here. Uh, Lots of quick transitions in this episode. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I rewatched it and I kind of forgot how much really happened in this episode. It kind of made up for, to be fair, honestly, not a lot happened. Well, for me, a lot, a lot of scenes, a lot of different areas, locales, everything. I get what you're saying. No doubt. So anyway, uh, we wind up on Mandalore and we're using R5 to kind of scout ahead uh, to make Mm -hmm. sure that the planet is safe ish, I guess. Um, we do play pretty fast and loose on this series and I'll talk about it later, but I, I do want to, uh, on a later episode, but I do want to talk about it now. We have the pressurized helmets, mm-hmm. but what about the rest of his suit? It's just cloth with some armor pieces on it, right? Or are we saying he's yeah. got like a full body space suit on? Yeah. I mean, if it. Even if the helmet's pressurized, like it's not pressurized around your neck. Like, don't tell me that that has some way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. I, I, I don't. You know, again, fast and loose. Star Wars kind of does yeah. this. This isn't Star Trek. Um, but we lose track of R five. So Mando has to get out of the ship. Leaves little Grogu in the in the ship to you know to die. And uh, and Mando gets attacked by some cave goblins. Yeah, they were pretty, pretty interesting designs. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> kind of going Elder Scrolls, actually, a little bit, ironically enough. Yeah, well, you know, I think one of the things that I do appreciate about this series has been the the use of more practical effects and makeup and, and costume design as opposed to doing this constant CG thing. I mean, I mean, we saw it with the pirate, uh, pirate captain and all this good sort of stuff. So like, I don't, uh, hate it, but you know, it is definitely very, very practical. The effect of our, of our monster guys here. Yeah. And again, we see, uh, Mando's still pretty terrible, with dark saber. Yeah. As expected. 
like yeah. almost worse than last season. Yeah, he clearly hasn't figured out the way. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. what was our like excuse for him not being able to wield it again last season? Like he's just he's just not in touch with it. I mean, like he doesn't he's he doesn't understand or something. Yeah, he like doesn't it. understand how to wield it. Like it's a learning process. Yeah. And I and it I mean, it's weird because like he's a master with every other weapon. Don't you think you'd see like training montages? Or something? It just seems like they don't want to give him the saber. Yeah, but but you know, I'll, I'll say this though. I think that in in any practical means, like if Mando didn't have his armor, he'd be dead like a lot. Yeah, he he he's. To me, I don't think he's like an expert fighter. I think he he relies a lot on his armor, and I think that like <clears throat> I think that he lacks certain practical trainings. Now, mm-hmm. that's not a diss on the fight choreography and all that. It's just like I don't see Mando as being like this, you know, badass assassin guy who's gonna take out everybody or you know stand a chance about against like let's just say like a force wielder or something i don't think he's that that advanced like if luke skywalker were like hey i want that that sword you got there he's done (laughs) in a in like a pass i don't think that he he stands a chance and even like when he fought moff gideon you know he had the spear to deflect some of the saber but I mean, even that it, it, it's, it's a little, it's a little tough. Like he's, he's kind of like the nineties action hero that pulls it out in the end <laughs> or like yeah. Tom Cruise and in, in every movie, you know, every like mission impossible where he gets his butt kicked for a while and then kicks mm-hmm. a guy's head off or something like that. All la like mission impossible too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, you can definitely tell it's not intentional. Obviously Pedro's amazing with choreography he proved that with Oberon. So it's not, well, he's he's not doing a lot of True, this. A lot fight of time, it isn't him. I think I think I read he's like only in it ten percent of the time. Yeah, I mean, they they have two different stunt guys who do all the choreo, which is funny because he did do you know a lot of stuff with Oberyn and in Game of Thrones, and and maybe it's just one of those things where he's like, nah, I just don't want to, or we want to, yeah. or maybe we want a certain thing that he can't do. And that's mm-hmm. why they employed him. But like, he's mainly just a voice. Yeah. Which I, I'm not dissing the guy for. I, I, I personally don't care. I'm fine with it. But, but yeah. Um, anyway, moving along, we're exploring caves and then we find a, a helmet in the ground. Yeah. Not a trap at all. Totally not a trap. Oh, wait, it's a trap. So he gets trapped by what I've seen online called, is that General Grievous? <laughs> no. It's an eyeball. All you see is an eyeball. How do you get General Grievous out of this? Well, I think just like multi-armed, half machine, or well, like mostly machine, half like. You know, I, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. General Grievous is extremely dead. Yeah, and he's, he's idea. dead. The idea of bringing him back is just obnoxious. And why would he be on Mandalore? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a silly thing. But whatever this creature is, is, you know, some... Crab people. Yeah. Crab yeah. people. Yeah, some very strange uh, metal half perp thing, creature, mostly metal, not half 
I don't know. He's got a rack. It's fine. He's just yeah. He's just toasting Not Mando. That kind you know. Of rack, by the way, just a a, a slave rack. Whoa, know, boy. Like, oh, whoa. Oh, God. Oh, whoa. Uh, yeah, not that kind of rack. Not the oo-woo kind. <laughs> no, but yeah, just kind of like a little spit, spit uh, roast it, roast them over a spit kind of, uh, I don't know, whatever you'd call it. But anyway, so. Let's move on. Yeah, moving on. I can't talk. Words are hard. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Was this guy cool to you or what? No. Yeah, I mean, like the the crab was cool. I didn't really like the little dude that came out of the crab. Like, let's let's stick you, to you the Megazord here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from from uh, Mortal Kombat too. Yeah, yeah. Like, reptile. Let's just, let's just stick with the Megazord here. I don't need the Power Ranger. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, Mando's captured. Little Grogu's doing Grogu things. He's 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 got his sneaking down. You know, yeah. he's leveling up a little bit. Dude, I did, there was one part where he was like doing his little puppet Run. fast walk. That was freaking hilarious. It's like that would be great if you. If you pasted in the sneak level up from uh, <laughs> Skyrim, yeah. he's doing that. <laughs> I, I just I, I love the fact that we're still dealing with a, a very small puppet and it yes. gets better as the series goes on. But I just I really enjoy this little fast moving puppet thing. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, he finally gets discovered and he's like powering away in his little his his little <laughs> car, away, yeah. his his little uh, crib thing or whatever we're calling this, his little tiny yeah. speeder. His Kicking ears are flapping the in the drive. wind. <laughs> I got to imagine that like if the I don't know how many of them are still around, but like the people who did all the the movements for Yoda in Empire just have a field day with this. They got to love watching this. Uh, I'm sure it, it's it's fun though because it, it does show that practical effect can still be a thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, even Grogu's having a little bit of trouble getting out of the cave. Winds up, you know, force pushing one of the little monster guys out of the way. And yeah, I, I have to assume we get our first kill of the season because he's gone after the <laughs> shot cuts back. To yep. What you Hawaii didn't angle. hear was when he just. <laughs> crushed his throttle broke his neck or something yeah (laughs) anyway a little grogu is able to navigate the ship because his dad told him he had to know so it's like and i just want to throw it out there as a parent there's no way he was paying attention or would remember the planet that katie sackoff is on oh oh no he totally (laughs) knew because he is over 50 years old and he's not a child uh anyway he makes it back to uh the moon where Bo-Katan is uh, sort of in exile. And we kind of see, like, Bo's response is like, we need, to, great. we need to get this guy out of here. I don't like him. Uh, but she changes her I'm tune pretty quickly. Now. I don't like it. Yeah. She does change her tune pretty quickly, though, uh, when she sees just Grogu. Like, almost too quickly. Uh, fairly quickly it's like oh a cute child yeah let's go save your dad i guess yeah. stupid idiot stupid cult idiot <laughs> i feel like everyone kind of has this opinion of din a little bit it's just like no i don't like you because you were rude to me or something or i'm grouchy oh you're in trouble i got you yeah 
I got you right away. Well, I, th- I think I think the thing about Din Djarin is that, you know, he, despite like the the early culty stuff, which we'll of course explore later, um, being a general bounty hunter and all this good jazz, he is a, like an honorable guy. Like he is yeah. going out there and he's not doing he how to make friends too. Yeah, he's not doing shady stuff. Uh, necessarily he's he's actually doing you know good things for the most part and he's got the cute little kid and everything so so Bo-Katan to the to the rescue yeah to the rescue all right get your ship out doing ship stuff um and I don't know like you know just going back through the cave and even like our final confrontation wasn't like a huge thing here. It's not like this was really like a big enemy. Oh, no. no. When I was referring to them doing a lot in this episode, it wasn't even like the fights or anything. It's just the fact that they set up a rescue scenario and actually followed through with it on the same episode, which is pretty rare for this show. That's true. Well, after episode one with just like weird fetch quests that never worked out. Yeah. Um, oh, we, sure. well, we also, uh, so Bo does fight off a few of the monsters and, uh, uses her little shield deal. Terrible, which... terrible with her pistols, by the way, in this episode, like dog crap. Yeah, terrible. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. She's rusty. Aim better. That's what we're going to do. We're she's rusty. It's fine. <clears throat> she's just a little rusty, but yeah, no, she's. Even gets taken a little bit of, uh, you know, advantage by our weird, you know, not General Grievous guy. But, you know, eventually she does pick up the Darksaber and, uh, you know, is able to do her do her thing. Yeah, and she doesn't very, have any trouble wielding the Saber, very, as we already know. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we well, we even had to have, like, phase two boss fight as well in here. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought we killed him, but nope, bigger boss. And then she makes makes sure that this this little guy's donezo. Yeah, decapitation. Although it technically wouldn't be decapitation because just like knock the piece that was already decapitated off of the body. Too true. Right? Shouldn't have killed it in the process. I don't know. I would have laughed if they tried to do like a phase three though. You get, you get the health bar just slowly. <laughs> Resurrect. Changes, color, changes colors from red to blue. There you like, go. Oh, no, he has a shield now. <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning bolt, <laughs> lightning bolt. Music starts playing. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so we, we get Mando out, um, give him a little bit of whatever, drink or soup or something of that nature. And then uh, we're gonna go bathe in the waters of Mandalore, so he Ooh. can so he can be accepted back by his friends. And of course, Bo knows exactly where everything is because yeah, she's royalty. You know, she knows where everything is. Yeah. Well, long story short, Mando kind of sucks in this episode. At, at water can't. Yeah, can't defend himself, gets trapped, and uh, also can't swim. And does he not have the backpack at this point? No, he took everything off. Oh, that's right. He did take it off to swim. That's right. Except his helmet. 
Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because that'd be kind of redundant. <laughs> that'd actually be funny. It's like, oh, crap, I didn't put my helmet on before that. I'm already a sinner. Hold on. Putting helmet yeah. on. Doing it again. <laughs> I just want to look at you one last time, Bo-Katan. <laughs> now I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I found this kind of weird. Now, obviously, the, there's a bigger setup here, right? Mm-hmm. But he's just instantly knocked out and not struggling for anything. He just falls and like, that's it. Yeah. Like we found something in there and we're just going to ignore it and just kind of be done with the episode. Yeah. Well, the implication of course, and we'll get further explanation. I don't think it's necessarily spoiler to, to, to say this here, there's a creature down here that looks an awful lot like a mythosaur. Mm-hmm. And we Which, know... Are they underwater creatures? I guess I don't know To that. be honest, I'm not sure either. But, but they did reference the mythosaurs earlier on, like just before this happened, so it, it's a good setup. Yeah, and, and I think that... I, I think that you know, it, it's it's a cool tie-in. And I don't want to talk about it too much now because we'll we'll talk about it, li- you know, in in later episodes. But you know, nothing really here. But why did Mando not like? What happened with him? Why did he just have to? Fall? Was this all literally just a setup so Bo Katan could see the Mythosaur? Yeah, that's the other thing. Is it gonna be Mando that rides it, or is it gonna be Bo's? I kind of think it'd be cool if it was a bows, personally. Yeah. She gets the Darksaber, she gets the Mythosaur, and she takes over the mantle. Well, and, you know, it's very clear that we're we're certainly setting up Bo to be, to be more, a bigger part, because, like, you could have just cut her out. You, you know, you showed her last season, and you could have just cut her out for this season if all you wanted to do was Mando. But, like, from the very beginning, we saw a lot of, yeah, it's Mando, but it's like Mando and his friends, right? Yeah. And sometimes the friends overshadow him mm-hmm. in and the we episodes. Need to get rid of them for a little bit. Yeah. So it's not really the Mandalorian, so to speak. It's not. Well, it's the Mandalorian. It's not Din Djarin. We're not calling this show well, Din like, Djarin. So it's like Book of Boba. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, I mean, that's kind of the episode, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I guess should we just just rate it? Want to rate it? Yeah, I mean, it, I don't want to be harsh with this episode. It was a cool episode, but like you said, we had a lot of different scenes. We had a setup. You know, we had we had our main story arcs. We had set up for a rescue. The rescue happened. Yeah, some revelations about the planet. It is inhabitable. Um, we got to explore. Uh, why the capital cities, mines, everything. Kind of find out some of the backstory. Mando gets to find out that some of the things he was told in the cult are not true, which is a good thing, because anything that could push him towards doubt in the cult is a plus for me. Um, We get Bo-Katan coming to the rescue seemingly, I don't want to say for no reason, but very willingly with how she's set up to be so grouchy in the beginning of the episode. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 
it's not a bad episode. It's a good episode, but that's all that happens. And we get a cool revelation with the Mythosaur at the end, and Mando is no longer banished from the cult. He is now back in. So, yeah. you know, obviously you know what happens, but just kind of leads to like, okay, well, where, where do we go from here? You know, do we just go back to bounty hunting? I mean, we've essentially completed what was, I assume, to be the mission of the season in two episodes. Yeah, you're right. They they definitely um, took care of really one of the major points of contention from last season that he had, you know, exposed his face mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to people, and now we fix that. Um, you know, is it going to be sort of one of those deals where you know prove it, uh, or some other bone to pick with with Mando here? But but essentially. Uh, yeah, we've solved that particular thing. So now we're going to have to look forward to what's the next point of contention. What is our next, um, big thing that we have to, to, to fight against. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting because our last two seasons, you know, obviously I'm a little rusty on the formula, but we never really had this big of a conclusion so quickly i mean those seasons were such setup for the first half and then i mean you kind of just focused on one thing now we've concluded this and it sets up an open path forward to go wherever you want with it i mean like i said right. we could go into bounty hunting we could maybe uh create a intrigue and din to want to learn the potentially real old ways and not what the cult taught him and I think that would be a cool direction to go. Um, mm-hmm. Keeping Bo around and getting to a point where we could find a loophole for her to get the dark saber without having to kill Din would be awesome. So I would really like to see more of that. Obviously, we have potential setup for other shows too, tie-ins to uh, to potentially Ahsoka and a few other things. So right, we have a lot of opportunity here. So. I'm, if the episode did nothing else, it got me really excited for the season because I can't wait to see what happens next. So, I mean, for that alone, I'm going to give it a 7.8. Okay. Not not, not because it was like a, a mind-blowing story or revelation, just simply because it cleaned up a portion of this season that I wasn't really interested in very neatly, very cleanly. Of course, more can happen once we go back to our friends, but we'll have to see next week there what happens. And yeah, overall, I'm I'm happy with the direction we're going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think that um, that overall, it was a decent episode. It, it it didn't really necessarily set anything up for next episode. So we're we're basically going into fresh territory, which you know isn't isn't bad. It isn't a bad thing, um, but yeah, you, you had continuation of last week. You did what you set out to do. It makes last week's episode seem really pedestrian, though. It's almost like, well, maybe the beginning of this was actually worse 
than we thought because it, all the things that we were kind of, oh, got to get the, you know, the, the IG and we got to do this and that. And then all of a sudden we're just like, well, we fixed, we fixed our thing. Now what do we do? Um, but I didn't think it was bad. I mean, obviously like I think that the fandom all appreciates Bo-Katan and, and, and Katie Sackoff. Uh, playing her, I think that the uh, the fandom's definitely been very, very ready to embrace that in the same form and fashion. I think that they're accepting Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, despite some of the controversies around that. So it's good to see her in combat, and uh, you know, it, but it does kind of make me feel like you know, Mando's just like the TV sitcom dad. What will Mando do this week? Yeah. What happened yeah, to the car sure. keys? I don't know. <laughs> you know, and, and just just crap like that. Um, but it it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't like the greatest episode I've ever seen. And IMDb uh, just over sixteen thousand uh, ratings has it at eight point three. So you know, pretty respectable rating. I think I'm just going to peg it at a straight eight. I think a okay. straight eight is, is okay with me. It was enjoyable. Um, yeah, nah, I'm just going to keep it there. It, it was, it was fine. It, w- it wasn't bad. It wasn't the greatest episode out there though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It probably could be a little, a little lower, I guess, but it's fine. Technically a setup episode without it being a setup episode. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, man. So we've talked about Mando. Anything else we need to chat about? I think we are good. Okay, good deal. Well, folks, uh, hopefully you enjoyed today. And uh, I know we're a bit behind, but we will be trucking forward, trying to get everything done. Um, so if you want to interact with us, uh, as always, you can check us out Facebook, Twitter, at TC Plan Podcast. And while we're not super active on them, we will interact with you if you do interact with us. Uh, or, you know, hey, just send us an email, tcplanpodcast@gmail.com if you have any observations, theories, things you want to talk about or want us to talk about on the show. It's a great way to get a hold of us. And, uh, yeah, I think let's go ahead and wrap it up. So y'all have a good rest of your week. And as always, enforce force.